You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, everybody? Welcome to another Comic Crusaders podcast. I'm your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. Welcome, one and all, to another kick-ass podcast. And today we got yet another amazingly talented individual. I mean, homie puts in the work. He's on the grind. He, hustles. I mean, it's animation, 3D modeling, books, comic books, um, uh, crowdfunding. I mean, this guy's doing everything. Who am I speaking about? Very happy to have an amazing entrepreneur and creator, the one and only Brandon Hollingsworth. What's up, brother? How are you? How's it going, Al? Thanks for having me on. What what a role, man. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You're ready to rumble right now. Feel like a wrestling. Yeah, ready to rumble, Mr. Hollingsworth. Let's do it. Brainy Pixel. I almost want to cheer for myself. It's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well, listen, I'm very happy to have you on, man. I'm glad you reached out because when we started looking into what Brainy Pixel is, I'm like, wow. I mean, I'm so curious how this journey kept picking up for you and you having your 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 hands on so many different parts of the you know creative journey. Very curious about that. So just start a little bit about yourself though. You know, what's your origin story, Brandon? Where are you from and what was your first love in fandom? So, so, um, so my name is Brandon Hollingsworth, and uh, I am uh, primarily from Alabama in the United States. Uh, pretty much grew up there. I lived a little while in Florida, a little while in Texas, but for the most part, it's all about sweet home Alabama for me. Um, and I, I guess my first love for for fandom was really um, is really writing. Uh, that's where it all really started for me uh, back in the fifth grade, which was back when the dinosaurs ruled the earth. Um, I wrote a <laughs> I wrote a story um, uh, in the fifth grade class and everybody in the class really enjoyed it. The teacher really enjoyed it. And I was like, I was hooked. I was like, wow, this is awesome. I want to be a writer when I grow up and um, went to, went to college for, in, you know, for English and history. Those were my loves. Um, definitely not for money. Cause you can make a lot more writing code than writing poetry. <laughs> and, that so, the truth? and so learned pretty quickly after college that the English degree wasn't going to do it for me, at least in terms of dollars and cents. So I went to the IT realm but I've always been a creative um, ever since the fifth grade. I've always been working on side projects and storytelling um, and getting into uh, role playing games and into art and into art direction. So I've always dabbled and always had at least, you know, five or six creative projects on the go. And uh, oh, that's wow. what's led me to where I am now. And what type of tech are you into? What, 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 what avenues did you go towards? So when I was uh, when I was working, um, I was I, I was an IT guy. I did a lot of network support, a network network administration. That led me into actually web programming at the very dawn of the web programming uh, world. Like you know, I did HTML and Notepad. Oh wow! Uh, and and learned CSS, <laughs> and that led me into database driven web design. I did a lot of that for the university space. Later for the defense space, I was in the defense contractor space. Oh wow! And that led me into project management as well. So I did a lot of software uh, project management for the government and also for the private sector and just for software companies. Oh damn! And so when when did you start getting the bug to start getting into the fandom side of the business? Uh, again, I've kind of always had that bug on the side, um, but it really turned into something about fifteen years ago uh, when a buddy of mine and I started Brainy Pixel. 
Um, and it really all started with um, a YouTube channel. This was at the dawn of YouTube and my business partner, Michael, had created uh, a YouTube channel that was really gaining a lot of traction. And he said, I need your help, Brandon. I need you to come in and help me, you know, with some of the keywording and some of the descriptions and writing the tags and all that stuff. And so we started this business really around this little YouTube channel and it grew massively. We then spun that off into creating our own content. And so we created some original 3D content. He's an animator. I'm a writer. I'm an idea mm. factory. And so we sold uh, some content to some uh, streaming platforms. And then, you know, about three years ago, we just really felt God calling us to uh, do uh, solely Christian content. And so we started, Beautiful. we went in whole hog uh, three years ago. So how did you learn to navigate the industry side of it, you know, like, you know, selling, you know, IP or product? I mean, how was that learning curve for you? Being that you're just coming from a creative side, techie side, and now you're in a whole different world. I'm trying to, you're a hustler Absolutely. now. Yeah, it is. A, it's a whole different world. And that's really been a benefit that I've been blessed with my whole life is being able to jump into the deep end of the pool and learn pretty quickly. I mean, I'm an English major, right? And I'm, and I'm doing engineer work in the defense space. So. Um, I've just been blessed. Sounds like something out of comic books. <laughs> For real. I've, I've just always had that knack to be able to jump into the deep end of the pool and really get a grasp of what's going on. Um, the learning curve for dealing with streaming platforms is really steep. I mean, you've got Ooh. to really get in there and it's really, it's a grind. You've got to be tenacious and you can't let them get away from you because a lot of these guys have a lot bigger fish that they want to fry and they're not interested in a little minnow that's me. And so I've got to stay on their radar. I've got to make myself look really appeasing and palatable to them. And so it's a lot of hard work, a lot of research, uh, and a lot of just grinding it out and not giving up. And now what was that what was that first breakthrough like when they you know you finally got that you got in, you made that sale. How did that feel for you? Oh, it was it was it was uh, it was really awesome. <laughs> um it was really it was kind of like it was um it was validating for us because we were a real small studio and we had just one little show called the pick train it's an early train. childhood education show that teaches kids numbers and letters and you know um you know how to spell words and things like that and we had uh the uh the network that bought that that licensed that content from us was TBN so it was the Trinity Broadcast okay. Network which is the largest Christian network on the planet and to have them say, yeah, we like this enough to give us some money for it. It was kind of validating and kind of amazing all at once. And then we were very quickly like, wow, we really like this model. Can we can we make it happen again? And so okay. we tried to then see if we could make that happen. So so the evolution of the growth of, of, of Brainy Pixel, how did that go? Because here we are, you're doing little animations and you kept growing, right? Because, you know, again, you're doing 3D modeling, you're doing Absolutely. books, you're doing comics, you do service yeah. work. So you're not yeah. just, you know, doing producing, but you're also doing work for hire. That's correct. That's correct. And the, the service work really grew out of trying to keep the lights on. I mean, it's it's great to create and license content. Typically, no one's going to come in and pay for that. There aren't a lot of producers out there that are looking to pay me to make my content. So what we have to do is be very wise and be good stewards with the money that that we're given and, um, you know, try to keep the, the company afloat, but then also have a little side kitty where we can generate projects. And that's really taught us to be very efficient as an animation and production company. We really have to do a lot with a little. But the service work is really the, the bulk of what we do and uh, enables us to keep the lights on and you know keep all the fees paid and, and, and pay the rent and things of that nature. And that's just about serving your customer. You just have to really quickly understand 
what your customer wants, whether it's animation work or whether it's 2D or 3D animation, whether it's we do book work for people. Uh, I do script wow. consulting. Um, so, Ooh. you know, right now I'm, I'm working with several uh, people to help them develop ideas of their own. So they're paying me to help them develop their IP. And so it's just really about understanding what the customer needs and delivering the best product you can and meeting your deadlines and, you know, being respectful, not taking them for a ride, not charging them more than you should. And that just creates, you know, customers that come back, which is. So how is that side of the journey then treated to you overall? Uh, Have you've had great experiences? Have you had great clients? And is there anything that, you know, that we've seen maybe that you could, you know, elaborate Uh, on? Most of the stuff that we've done early on was in the defense space. So um, it's probably not anything that that we could point to and see because a lot of it was actually classified. So. Um, oh, then but, are they UFOs, Brandon? No, <laughs> I don't. That I don't know. I can't tell you. <laughs> um, but a lot of the stuff we did was for the defense space, and so you know that pays really well. So that's good to do. But you can't always talk about it. So, um, but a lot of the other things that we've done for people are on our website, and you can definitely go check those out. We recently did a trailer uh, for a guy who's uh, creating a feature film. It's called Alaska Rescue Story. We did all the original music. Uh, for that original composition, you do music too. Well, we've got a subcontractor that does music, but he's a very, oh, oh. very good friend. Jesus so Christ! Absolutely. Look at these guys. Yeah. Look at this yeah. guy. Uh, music too. Oh man, yeah, when, Brandon. When you're when you're a production company, you got to kind of do a little bit of all of it. And, it's and full record. service for real. Then I mean, not just really in service. It's full service it's, uh, for us because we do all that for our own IP. Then it just makes sense to utilize those same resources to help other people. So absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, give back to the community. I love it. Now, I know that, that you know, I've been saying you do comic books, you know, and we're talking all this techie stuff. But let's yeah. get a little bit into comic book because there's apparently sure. a Kickstarter coming, yes. right? Yeah. And well, there's, uh, a, there's a Kickstarter right now. It's not for a comic, but there's a there's hopefully a comic attached not, to it. There but, will uh, be. Oh, the animated pro. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. So we've got a sh- we've got a show that we've been pitching for about a year now. Um, it's actually been in development for about seven years, uh, and it is called the Fourth World Four, and it's a sci-fi action adventure show. It's kind of like uh, Star Trek Voyager meets the Fantastic Four. Uh, it's these four scientists that are radically changed by some so- cosmic accident, and they're flung to the far side of the galaxy. But in doing so, they find out some secrets about their home planet of Mars, and they've got to race back home to save Mars before it's too late. And our Kickstarter is really about raising money for a promo. We're trying to do a 30-second uh, promo for that show. We're already funded, so you're not yes, going to lose you your money. Look at um, that. And uh, yeah, look we'd at that. love for folks to jump on board. Even 10 20 bucks will help us. Uh, Animation is really, really expensive. A lot of people don't understand just how expensive it is, um, but it can be hundreds or thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars Ooh. per second or per minute. Per second? Yes, absolutely. And um, and so we're trying to raise money to create a really awesome 30-second promo. Think of it like a little intro to the show. You know, it's like maybe like the beginning of Thundercats, right? You know, ah, yes, yes. Really kind of gets your blood pumping, lets you know what's going on, you know, kind of introduce the characters and highlight the enemies in the show. And we're trying to then use that promo to then go to producers and say, hey, help us make this into a series. If you had a choice of platform to have Mm -hmm. the series on, what would be your number one choice? 
So I would actually like to have the plat it on my platform because then I can <laughs> I can then control <laughs> I can control all of that and I don't have to worry about anything and I get the lion's share of the money. Oh yeah, of course. Um, that's another thing about the technical side and about really the business side of this business is that people think once you get a show on a platform that you're just raking in money. Oh no, you're not. And that's really not the case. You're you're really, really not. And you're getting cents on the dollar, if that. If you're so, lucky. Because I want to use the example. I mean, it's not animation, but Power. The show Power by 50, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. He took a financial loss on the whole season one to prove that the show could be a hit. Absolutely. So that's, some, that's, you, sometimes you don't win. Sometimes you, you straight out lose. But hopefully you create that fan base. Yeah. That that season two, you start recuperating. Absolutely, and and that's that's actually more common than you would think, uh, Alex, really? that, especially in the world of animation. Um, animation really? traditionally is a is a loss leader. Um, so you mm. think back to the GI Joes and the Thundercats and the Transformers of our childhood. Um, those shows were created at a loss, and they were really just thirty minute commercials for the toys. They were created to be commercials to sell toys. And that's how the companies were able to make their money back on the animation was selling the, the ancillary uh, product. It's like saying like Marvel nowadays, you know, it's the MCU making the money, not the, not the Marvel comics. Exactly. At the end of the day, let's get real. And this is why the comics are looking more like the movies as opposed to be the other way around, at least on Absolutely. their side. Absolutely. And, and a lot of people just don't understand that, that these things are really expensive to do. And typically you don't make your money on them. So you've really got to create a fan base around them. And so, you know, a platform like Kickstarter is really good for that because you're able to interact directly with the fans. But if we were able to get this made, I would like to have like Brainy TV, you know, and have it go out. Oh, I love TV. it. But, um, but, you know, we're not there yet, obviously. So um, I would love for it to be, you know, out on Prime. You know, I would love for it to be on the, the AVOD platform. So that's going to be like your Amazon Prime, your, your Tubi, your Apple TV, things like nice. that. And we do have our Cubican show is on some of those AVOD platforms currently. Um, but obviously, you got to get it made first. So that's Cubkins. What's Cubkins? So Cubkins is um, a 3D uh, animated show um, that we created last year. Um, we well, all this really got cranked up because we were pitching a 3D animated feature length movie idea. And it got a lot of people really interested. We can't talk a lot about the movie right now. It's all under. No worries. No worries. Um, but we had some people uh, in the Christian uh, film space that were very excited about that. And also in Hollywood that were also excited about it. And everyone said, this is a, this is a killer idea. Don't mention this to anyone until it's ready to release. But you really need to build your name up. You need to let people know who Brainy Pixel is. Mm -hmm. So go create something that you can show. And so what we did is we created a little show called Cubekins. It's a kid's show. Um, it's about really showing people what real Christian life is like. And mm -hmm. we deal with problems just like everybody else. But we, we solved them with the Bible. And so it's a silly little show that's all about a family um, just dealing with real world problems. A lot of people have called it like a sitcom for kids. Oh, uh, nice. We released that last year, November of last year. We made it uh, in eight months. It's a 22 minute show, which is crazy to make 22 minutes of animation in eight months. It's just well, okay, wait a minute. Explain this to me. This is a whole new world for Mr. Miller. Sure. All right. So, sure. what's the typical turnaround on a 22 minutes? Like, how many minutes per month can you do on an animation? 
So typically a show like that at the level that we produced it at, which is fairly high level for 3D animation, you're talking about a month to two months per minute. Per so minute? Per minute. And that's that's even Whoa. that's a little bit on the fast side. Whoa. Something like the um like the Marvel What If series that are coming out, you know, yeah. on uh, on Disney Plus. Yeah. Those things have a production uh, cycle of about three years for each one of those. What? So, yes. Per episode. Per episode. Yep, absolutely. It takes a lot of time to do animation. Well, to that's, do animation well. That's so. it, it, yeah. I mean, I'm still getting acclimated to their style, you know, for the what if. That animation is just something that's still too new to me. I'm an old schooler, you know what I mean? Well, we, we we come from the days of the side scroll where where they keep right. repeating the background, you know what I mean? <laughs> so you know, yeah, this you style the, I gotta get used the, to. You see the same trees and buildings go by. Exactly. Like, didn't they just run through that? They're running in circles. What's going on here? <laughs> Brainy yeah, Pixel would not run in circles, all right? No, we would not. We would not. Uh, unless, unless the budget necessitated no other choice. Because so, <laughs> it really is. It's all, about, it's all about budget at the end of the day. Um, but uh, so for most people, it would have taken them two to a, a year to two years to create a 22-minute show at the level that we're producing it. But we're we're utilizing again, as I mentioned earlier, we have to kind of be really, really good stewards of every dollar we're given and get the maximum effect for every dollar we spend. And so we're utilizing some kind of cutting edge stuff. We're using motion capture. So we put on the, oh, nice. the crazy motion capture suits and we're doing face capture. So we're capturing all our, our actors performance um, and translating that directly to, um, to 3D. And then also we're using some software called the Unreal Game Engine, which is actually used primarily for video games. Yes. But you can also use it for film. Uh, most famously, it was used uh, for the production of The Mandalorian. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Disney Plus's Mandalorian. They use uh, the Unreal Game Engine for that as well. And we're using that same technology. And it really helps us to be fast and yet accurate. And that's the only reason we were able to produce that show. Yes, when you say using that particular engine, how does one, you know, if they want to get into creative space and use mm -hmm. a particular engine like that, how does someone sure. go about doing that? Well, Unreal Engine is free. So it's one of the best okay. tools that are out there. So you can go download that and you can use obviously to create games if you want. Uh, Unreal is uh, excellent in terms of their, um, their assistance to new creatives. They have a, a whole university um, with tons of learning, online learning that's absolutely free. They're Ooh. all about promoting the use of their engine. Um, um, and so they're really, really good about helping you kind of with that learning curve. But essentially, you build your scene in this 3D environment. You, you know, bring your world in, whatever your world or your scene. It might be a room like what I'm sitting in. You populate it with, um, with props or with set dressing. Uh, you bring your characters in and you have them moving around, doing whatever you want them to do. Lay in your audio, you know, your audio in terms of your voice track and your music, your sound effects. You can have visual effects and lighting. You can put your camera in that same space as a virtual camera, move it around. So same really, word. it's a single tool that you can do just about everything in. The, uh, the only real um, downside, I would say, to the Unreal Engine today is the, the animation, um, the, the techniques you use to animate inside the engine they're not super robust yet. Um, okay. they, there, there are some uh, tools you can use to animate, but what we actually use primarily is we use Blender, which is another free software to actually do our animation. And then we import those animations into that scene. And then we do all of our final lighting, uh, visual effects and rendering in the Unreal Engine. 
So um, how powerful of a computer would you need, I mean, to do this type of work? Let's get, you know. Um, you could, uh, a gaming computer, like you would run, you know, any of these modern games in, will we'll work. Uh, that's what we're using. We're using a single computer. Um, you know, each, each animator has their own computer, but it's just one computer doing the final render, which is another amazing thing about the Unreal Game Engine is the way it renders all that 3D data is really, really efficient and very fast. So um, what's fast? Because I come from a different world, of course, right? So let's say, for example, if we do a 1080p, we record a 1080p at, at a convention for one hour, what are you talking? You know, 32 gigs. Mm-hmm. What What is that in terms of animation, that one minute, for example? What, what type of size are we talking about there? Well, I can computing tell you power? like our 22-minute show, um, it's several, it's, it's hundreds of gigabytes of data. But it takes about thirty minutes to render, so it's almost mm. uh, almost real time in terms of the render. It's really fast. Traditional wow. uh, animation, like what what Pixar does or what you would do um, with a render farm, that same level that we're producing with Cubekins would take days, if not months, to render. And so, being able to render a show that fast is really powerful, and it allows us to be super flexible. We've even gone in and done special features where we'll go in to our fully rendered show. We'll drop a camera for another angle and re-render that scene from like a different perspective and do it in seconds and have that delivered to our customer, um, you know, being a streaming platform for some bonus content. And they're just blown away that we're able to do it so quickly. So Damn. it really does kind of open up whole new worlds of being able to provide additional data using the same 3D assets that you've already got in sync okay. oh and talking about assets i gotta i think i gotta introduce you to my boy dion from multiverse yeah, yeah we got i gotta hook you uh, and that's that's his favorite word <laughs> <laughs> what assets? you guys are absolutely, oh, absolutely. <laughs> so you guys are gonna get along wonderfully i'll tell you that much but i want to get back yeah, to this because right. right now you got funded sure. right and there's yeah, stress we, goals, though. I want people to understand, like, yo, we need to keep funding this. We need to make this a reality. Because like you said, it's absolutely. not cheap. It's not yeah, cheap. We were, it, yeah, number one, it's not cheap. Um, so we were actually funded within seconds. Uh, so seconds? We, uh, yes, we were funded in less than a minute. We we're 100% funded in less than a minute. We were blown away. What? So, in less than 60 seconds, you got yes, to join funded. Yes, absolutely. We were 100% funded. And so since wow. then, we've just been growing. And so we're absolutely adding stretch Congrats. goals. Um, uh, essentially, we're almost at 200% funding right now. And if we do, we're able to unlock a new character. So we're, we've done all the concept art, as you can see, for these characters uh, in 2D. Ooh. But now we've got to bring those characters into 3D. And that's a whole modeling process that can cost hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. We're, we're lucky we're working with some really talented people who are very invested in the project. And they're giving us a discounted rate. Um, so we're able to get these models done a lot cheaper than you would, like if you were going to a Disney or, you know, uh, a Marvel or something like that. But we're hopefully soon going to unlock the next character, Ugo here, um, who's our ship's XO. He's been unlocked. Um, but as you scroll down, you'll see that we've got another character, Jancy, our engineer, uh, who's still locked. So we're very, very close. 200% will be able to unlock her. And also every dollar that's contributed is really adding seconds right, to the, okay. the whole length of what we can do with this animation. Because, again, it's all about dollars because animation really just comes down to time, talent, and story. That's what it comes down to. And we've got the story. We've got the talent. 
but we've got to pay that talent to be able to sit there and, you know, make sure this animation is awesome. And so it just really does cost a lot of money. And so we're just super stoked. Uh, and we're adding backer uh, rewards as we get uh, different milestones, various posters and digital rewards, insider information, behind the scenes stuff. Um, and we'd love to hear from anybody if they've got suggestions of things they'd like to see. We'll entertain any ideas that are within the realm of reason. Um, and we'd love, to get this thing, <laughs> we'd love to get this thing, you know, just blown out and get all four characters on the screen. That would be amazing. I love how you say within the realm of reason, which leads me or leads me to believe you must have gotten some wild requests. And you're like, no, uh, do, do yes. within this place. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. And again, and again, you know, people have to understand we've got scripts before, you know, and they're describing the scene. They're like, you know, the army comes over the hill with thousands of soldiers. And as an animator or an animation producer, you're sitting there just scratching your head because for every asset that's on screen, Somebody's got to build that asset. You get nothing for granted in 3D. So you've got to build that asset. You've got to clothe that asset. You've got to make sure that that asset has the proper, you know, textures on their skin, mm. on their clothing, on their hair, that it reacts properly with light. You know, you've got to put, you know, equipment on that character, depending on the time. All that stuff has to be built. Um, for our Cubekins uh, show, we had a um, basically a dining room and a kitchen set right where we had all of our characters that were in the dining room, in the kitchen, among others, we had other areas as well. But for just that one set, we built uh, over 200 uh, set dressings or props. So, wow. And we built those from nothing. We built those in 3d. We had to texture them and UV wrap them and make them look beautiful just to make that room feel lived in. It's kind of like when you walk into an apartment for the first time, you're maybe going to looking for an apartment and you walk into that space and it's just four blank walls and maybe some carpet. It looks very stark, <laughs> very unlived in. It looks very cold and uninviting. You might see potential there, but it just doesn't look like a place you want to stay. Right. And that's yeah. kind of like 3D space. You kind of put up four walls and maybe a floor and that's it. That's all you got. You throw a light in there and it looks pretty stark. So you've got to make it feel lived in. You got to build all those props and all those assets, all those textures, the curtains. You see? All that stuff costs. This is what I'm telling you, Brandon. You need to talk to my man Dion from Multiverse because he says that everything within the, the scope of what a creator creates is, in fact, an asset that can be utilized for something else. Look again, you guys, uh, you, I swear you are the white version of him. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the way I look at creation as well. I love it. One of the reasons why we're trying to do so many things, like with Fourth World 4, we're also using this same art and we're working on a, on a comic book, right? That's hopefully going to come out soon. Uh, we're working on this animation, right? We're working on storybooks for kids. We're working on, you know, lessons Love for homeschoolers. So, yeah, you've got to, because you're investing, right? You're investing in that art. You're investing in that asset, whatever it is. And if you don't maximize that investment, then you're just leaving money on the table. So, Yep. And I want to ask you something, because I know people are probably wondering, what is Cube Cans? What is Cube Cans? But yeah. it's an all-ages show. And, you know, I need to know, what is Dove approved? And, folks, here they are, so you can meet yeah. them, the Cube Cans. Look at them. They look dope, yep. though. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, so Dove is just uh, one of these organizations that looks at content that comes out. And in terms of family friendliness, they will give you a rating, um, you know, whether you've got language or whether you've got violence or integrity or, you know, whatever in your shows, they're going to rate that at different levels. And so we were super blessed and we got their highest rating um, after the show came out. And so that's been awesome. And we've also recently won several awards. 
uh, in the film uh, festival circuit. We've won nine awards now with Cubkins and been nominated for about 15 others. Wow. How does that, I mean, how does that feel for validation for you? Huh? It feels, it feels really awesome because these, um, for the most part, these are Christian film festivals that we're going to, and they're very, very critical about the messaging, you know, and about just the stuff you're putting in your show. And we really are, we're trying to make the best quality content for the budget that we have. And and we're really trying to, to let people know that Christian's can be just as equally creative as anybody. You know, there's there's no reason for Christian content to be subpar. And so it really does feel good to get those 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 accolades and to get those nominations um, because to us, they really mean a lot. That's wonderful. And may I ask if your partner is also Christian and if that's something that was always in place since the beginning to, to yeah, make he, sure that there's he, Christian values in these things? He is. Yeah. And, and that's okay. really part of our story um, is that we we're both Christians and, and Brandy Pixel has been a Christian from the get go. But we've never really focused on just Christian content to the last few years because we really felt God uh, really leading us to do that. Um, I want to know about us, that, though. I, that's what I want to know, because, yeah. again, you know, yeah. I, 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 I'll tell you and I admit that I was faithful for, for many years and I went through a very personal thing with somebody that I cared deeply for almost lost and i saw with my own eyes the power of prayer and belief which is Amen. wild i mean wild yo and when i saw that it, it i mean gave me goosebumps even when i think about it right now it still does right. and it kind of gave me this renewed faith if you will you know awesome praise god so yeah yo, for real so yeah, so the so the stuff that we were doing before what what basically what god told us through several months of prayer and i can tell you the whole story if you want to hear it but let's do it he told us that that what you're doing is is good but it's not glorifying me it's not like we were out there creating bad content or you know evil content or ugly content or anything like that we were just helping people out we were doing primarily service work and creating stuff for kids education that's not bad but it wasn't specifically glorifying him and so the, the story was basically Michael is my business partner. Now, we were really at a point uh, about three years ago where separately, we both thought to ourselves, we had not exchanged this information with one another <laughs> we being good business partners, but we really felt like we needed to close the business because we felt like it wasn't really paying off creatively. It wasn't paying really a whole lot off financially. And it really just wasn't, we didn't feel good about it. And again, we kind of were keeping this to ourselves. And so Michael called me one Friday and he said, hey, pray for me this weekend. I'm going to this Christian Worldview Film Festival that's up the road in Tennessee. And he said, I just want you to pray for me this weekend. I'm like, all right, I will. And I said, I'd love to go to this festival with you, but I can't. I've got to work. And I was still doing my day job at that point. And so he goes um, to this festival and really just has a moment where he kind of just grapples, really just grapples with God and says, has this Abraham and Isaac moment. And he just says, hey, here's this baby, right, which is my business and which is my love of animation that I've had from basically when I was in high school. He said, and I'm putting it on the altar. And he said, either kill it, God, and take it away from me completely and and remove this desire to be an animator from my life or show me the way to, to make it happen. Because everything I'm trying in my own strength isn't working. And a year later, Al, we were back at that same conference after months of prayer and we were sitting down with guys who had worked on every one of the major Christian films that have been released in the past 10 years. Guys that were working on Chronicles of Narnia, um, you know, award-winning screenwriters. And we were telling them about this idea that God had given us for this movie. And they were like, we're all on board. Let's make this happen. 
And so that was really all just about following God and being obedient. And so we just turned our whole business around and said, we're not doing anything but stuff that glorifies God. And that's what we're doing. And you've been on the plus side since, I suspect, and just keep we getting work. Been. Yeah, we have been. We've been keep getting work. God's been providing every single month. A year and a half ago, I was able to go full time with the business. Whoa! So you don't have a day. To, this is your day job. This is my day job. Praise God. Bless, yeah. brother. Bless. That's <laughs> awesome. I can't wait to reach that point in my life where I could say goodbye, customer service. That's I right. want to do customer service for myself. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So yeah, it's it's been it's been amazing. It's been stunning to see what God has done. Uh, I, I, bro, folks, are you hearing this? I mean, these are great stories. You know, there's opportunity for you to turn around and just find, ask these questions. It's true. Even with this, like I find myself sometimes when I doubt myself, Mm -hmm. uh, the next day I wake up, I turn on this computer and there's like something wild. I'm like, wow. Okay. I guess I got to keep going. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Bro, I'm telling you, you are the young boy. You're you're the second, absolutely the second, I'm going to call you now. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, give me a call. (laughs) It is wonderful. Brandon, bro, this is great. I mean, all right, so we got the project. And the project right now, we're still at how many days to go? 19 19 days to go, folks. So there is 19 days to go, as you can see right here. They fulfilled but let's get to that two racks right there so we could see what this looks like, right? And let's yeah. keep going forward because I want to see more. I mean, look how fire this looks. Yeah. You know what I mean, look how cool. And again, thank you for using POC characters as well. Oh, I yeah, see that. Absolutely. And I want to know, what is this ship? That's the progress. So that's the spaceship that our four... Uh, well, that's a spaceship. I'm here thinking it's, it's like a submarine. That's fire. No, that's, that's, a, that's, their, that's their spaceship. It's called the progress, and that's the one that they're on when they're circling Mars when this cosmic event happens and slings them to the far side of the galaxy. So. You know what, though? I like your design here because I feel that this makes more sense in space because space is like being in an ocean, right? Mm-hmm. In a vastness. Yep. Why do you need wings? That's right. That's right. Well, we wanted to kind of, first of all, we, 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 we try to build story into everything that we do at Brainy Pixel. And so there's this whole backstory that you may learn as the series evolves, but there are a couple of people on the ship that are prior military. And so this actually used to be a military ship that was recommissioned for a science ah. expedition. So it kind of has a little bit more of a sleeker look and feel. All the weapons have been removed. But we may be able to add them back later. You never know. <laughs> Retrofit some things. But we brother, just, if you're traveling in space, they need something to defend themselves with. Come on, guy. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But we wanted something that kind of um, paid homage to the Enterprise, you know, and it kind of has that sleek look, you know, without the nacelles. We don't want to copy it with the nacelles on the side, but we wanted to kind of nod to, you know, the. The, the Enterprise and the Star, Star Trek ships, but then also a little bit Battlestar Galactica. That's kind of where we were going. Oh, so. Battlestar. Another show I grew up on. Let's not name our ages here, but you know, I'm an old fogey. You can tell about my white hairs now. Come on. Yeah, well, I think they can probably tell with both of us, Al. So. <laughs> hey, bro, yours is still brown. Look at me. I don't know. I got some gray coming up in there. So. Oh, hey, that's the Just for Men. No, we're not being sponsored by them. But if you want to want to sponsor us, we'd be more than happy to use the products, right? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that is too funny. Yo, Brandon, bro, you're awesome. So, folks, I want you to know something here, though. I left it until now, but this isn't the first time you're going to see Brandon. We're going to have to have him back. Because right now, I just wanted to know a little bit about Brainy. Definitely, you know, talk about the current project that's out there in crowdfunding but we're going to have them back because 
we need to get more into that service work and see if how maybe they could be of service to you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's that's comics you- as well. Let's, let's not forget comics. We've got a whole line of comics that we're working on too. So, Oh my we- gosh, folks. <laughs> we, we have so much to talk about. It is going to turn into another multiverse like a Dion, where we're going to have several shows to explore everything that Brainy Pixel has to offer. And I mean, look, at it. it's, it's good content, good hearted content. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for being creative. Thank you for being willing to share of yourself within your journey, you know, yeah, man. Because again, we got to give flowers to our creators, right? All of them. So you know, right. yeah, you, you, well, you're 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 a newbie. So, but with that though, you. you're already doing great things. Well, and thank you, Al, for doing the same thing. I mean, you're giving of yourself every day on this show and and giving everybody a platform, and that is awesome. So thank you, Al. Look, Comic Crusaders will always be in service to every single creator out there. You know, you know, comics are for everyone. And so long as your messaging is positive, we got your back too. You know what I mean? We got you. Uh, and this has been a pleasure. So we'll talk about when he's going to return real soon. I'll share that. But Brandon, you know, you've been amazing. You know, thank you. You served as an inspiration to me in these past minutes as well as we've spoken because I'm seeing everything you're doing and I love it. You, you remind me a lot of myself in, in the fact that it's all about continued growth using free tools because they're available. If you, if you look, Listen, you can all make your dreams come true without breaking the bank. That's right. You can. We could we could do a whole show just on that, Al. You have no idea. Oh, listen, <laughs> I, I, I have secrets, too, that I use all these image tools, image compressions, cropping tools. Like, listen, you don't need to, to spend $500 on Adobe and then pay that $50 a month or whatever it is. Like, listen, there's so many tools out there that you could actually create your dream on a budget because, as Chris Kermitzos from Podfest says, I love this dude. He's great from Podfest. Start ugly. Right? right? What it means is just start. We all have the tools at our disposal nowadays. You know, this is the ultimate tool. I mean, this has more shit than the first uh, shuttle in space. That's right. Absolutely. You know, so like, you know, don't be afraid to be creative. Don't be afraid to be yourselves. Don't be afraid to shut your message. It's just a fact. Brandon, look at him. He is, keeps growing. He went from comics to tech to animation, and he's still in that world and doing more, and not just for himself, but for others. So thank you for that, for also offering your services to others and helping them on their journey to greatness. Absolutely. You're amazing, brother. It is all God's work. So God bless you on that. I appreciate that a lot. So, folks, there you go. So I'm going to show it on screen one last time, folks. Brainy Pixel. Go to Patreon. Show the love. Go to Facebook. All right, go to Twitter. All right, and you and for the, your kids, put them on to Cubekins. They got their own channels too. Cubekins.com on Facebook. Cubekins, you know, they learn. It's positive and it looks dope. <laughs> you know, great work music, by great people. Music as well. We got songs in the shows as well. Epa, so. Let's start singing, yo. We, <laughs> you know, let, next time it's gonna be Brandon and Al Mega just singing throughout the whole podcast. Sounds great, Al. That's if I had the voice, I got. <laughs> Let me try. <laughs> I love it. Brandon, you've been great. Everybody, you know what to do. All right. I'm not going to tell you now with the exception of, as I usually do until I had it, <laughs> make sure to visit our comic book shop, comicbookshaders.shop. That's hosted by our uh, retail officer, the one and only Lucas Vashina of his drunken chat. If you want speculation tips, tune in every Friday at midnight to his drunken chat, son. And of course, go visit our swag shop if you want some cool t-shirts like this one. 
visit comiccrusaders.us. All right. And with that, I'm Al Mega with the one and only Brian Hollingsworth. Thank you for Thanks. listening. Thanks, Al. Hasta la próxima. Wepa. Later, brother. Thank you for listening you to, for the listening to, the to the podcast. 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 If you like the content, the content, subscribe and drive and turn on notifications. Also, please visit comiccrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at comicbooks.com. And also, make sure to download the Comicbooks Apps in the Google Play Store today.